Welcome to Regain Your Confidence as a New Mom podcast. I am your host, Ronza Potter. I am a mom and a confidence coach. I help new moms gain their confidence back and take control of their lives by following three simple steps. Being a new mom doesn't mean that you should be in a constant struggle, lose your confidence or identity. You can be the amazing, confident new mom that gets to have a life that is filled with happiness, joy, love, and success. In this podcast, I show you how. Hello, my friends. How are you feeling today? I am still sick today. <laughs> it's been like crazy three weeks. So uh, the first week, like uh, like three weeks ago, my daughter got sick and she recovered. And then the week after she got sick again and then she recovered and then I got sick. <laughs> I got sinus infection. So I've been trying to record this episode for the past three days. But I've been really, really so sick. I spent the last three days in bed. Well, no, not in bed. On the couch watching movies (laughs) and trying to take care of my daughter as much as possible. But I was so sick. I could barely move. And um, so, yeah, welcome to motherhood, right? When where everything like nothing works as you plan it. (laughs) This is the reality of motherhood that a lot of things don't happen the way you want. And uh, I just keep working on that, rea- on this reality to accept reality as it is without fighting it and wishing things were different. And um, so, you know, before my, my, I had my daughter, like I barely got sick. Like I would get sick maybe once every two, three years. And now I get sick every two months, sometimes every month, <laughs> sometimes every three months. So I get sick so much. Um, and that's because, you know, I have my daughter gets sick so much. She's still building her immune system. And then she sneezes in my face. She eats from my food. She drinks from my water. So I just get sick more often now. So things are different, right? It's, it's a process for me to keep working on and as a mom. And sometimes this process or motherhood um, can trigger a lot of emotions like, you know, our feelings are created by our thoughts. So motherhood can trigger thoughts in our brain and those thoughts make us feel in a certain way. And, you know, that's why maybe, you know, I, I sometimes feel frustrated and overwhelmed by all the thoughts that are triggered by motherhood, right? So today I'm going to talk about, I'm, I'm talking about this because I have like a reason. Um, so today I'm going to talk about how to process your feelings as a mom. And this is so, so important. And I focus so much on it on this podcast, because as mothers, we are um, like, we are challenged by motherhood, right? And we experience so many emotions in one day. And if you have trauma, if you have PTSD, I have PTSD, it can be even more challenging because those emotions get even more intense. So how to process your feelings so you don't really feel that you're always drained emotionally and mentally by all the emotions and feelings that you feel as a mom on a daily basis. So, you know, like today, for example, I'm still sick, I'm tired, but um, I feel a little better than yesterday. Um, But I, you know, I don't like to miss any episode on this podcast, because this podcast is so important to me. This is my way of 
giving to the world, giving to you, serving you and helping you as much as I can and sharing all the experience and, you know, all my expertise and all the tools and knowledge that I have as a life coach and as a mother too, because I am a mother just like you and I'm a human and I go through so much. So today, for example, I wanted to wake up earlier uh, to take my daughter to daycare, but I was so tired. I was so sick and tired. And, you know, I didn't have enough sleep the past few days. So I was, I couldn't get up earlier. So for, for me, when I got up in my, the thought that I had, I'm starting my day late. Like I'm already late. And I dropped off my, you know, I wanted to record this podcast today. And after I dropped off my daughter uh, at daycare, but the whole thing happened later than when I thought. So for example, I wanted you know, I wanted to wake up at seven, but I woke up at eight and then, um, or eight 30. And then my daughter, I couldn't wake her up earlier. And then I wanted to drop her off to daycare at eight 30, but I got up at eight 30. <laughs> so I dropped her off to daycare at, you know, nine, nine 30 or almost around 10. And so I am home and I'm like, oh my God, I still haven't recorded a podcast. I want to do that and do this and do that for my business. And I'm I'm tired. And so I was, I felt so overwhelmed because of all my thoughts and the thought that I, you know, I had this morning. um, And even before I record this podcast, the thought is like, I am so behind. I am so behind. I'm so late. I'm so behind. How many times you think that thought that you are behind. And as mom, it's so easy to have this thought because nothing works the way we plan it. That's, that's the reality of it, because it doesn't matter what kind of plan we have. Our kids don't follow the plan. They follow whatever their plans are, right? So I had this thought this morning, I'm so behind. And when I thought this thought, right, when I had this thought, the feeling that I felt is overwhelmed, like was, I was so overwhelmed and uh, frustrated. I was frustrated and overwhelmed. And when I felt that, you know, the way I treated myself in that moment is like, oh, a little bit of blaming, right? Like, ah, you should have done things differently. You should have done things better, right? So, you know, this is why, this is why we stay stuck in the cycle uh, or, or if this happens to you so much is because we're not processing our feelings enough. Like when you feel so overwhelmed and frustrated and then when you feel a certain feelings, remember our feelings drive our actions, right? So anything that you do, right? It's because of how you feel. The way you treat yourself too is is determined by how you feel. So when you treat yourself with, you know, when you beat yourself up, when you don't feel, you don't treat yourself with kindness and all of that, um, it's because of how you feel towards yourself and your emotions are not processed. So I was overwhelmed and I was frustrated and I'm like, oh, I'm so behind. And so I had to stop myself to process my emotions, to process my feelings. And I want to tell you how you can process your feelings, because when you feel so frustrated, overwhelmed, angry, uh, have so much rage or resentment, usually those feelings, you know, they can control your life if you don't process them. They can like lead your life and feel that everything is outside of your control or everything is out of your control. You feel that you are not in control of yourself. 
when you don't process your feelings, when you feel that your feelings are way bigger, they're like bigger than you. And there's no way that you can process them. So you stay stuck in this cycle of being overwhelmed and frustrated and having so much rage against yourself. And, um, and then those negative feelings, they drain your energy. They, you know, make you feel exhausted mentally and emotionally. And this, and then you have meltdowns, then you break, uh, then you feel like you're hitting rock, rock bottom and you just feel that you can't do it anymore and you feel lost. And this is that what we want to avoid unprocessed emotions when we leave them just like that unmanaged unprocessed they can really um make us suffer so much and um like just struggle as moms and that's what i don't want you to have or to this is not the place where i want you to be and that's why i have this podcast to help you get out of that place and not stay in that place so, um, so when you want to like, um, the way you process your feelings is actually very simple. And I teach this tool to all my clients because it changes their lives. And again, as mothers, we are challenged by motherhood and motherhood is really hard. It's not something easy. Um, it can challenge you and it triggers so many thoughts about yourself. Like my thought today was I'm so behind. Maybe other thoughts you have, like I'm not enough. I'm not a good mom. I'm a, ter- I'm a terrible mom. I'm not good at anything. I'm always behind. I can't get anything done, right? It might trigger so many thoughts about yourself. And those thoughts create so many feelings for you and you just struggle and suffer more. So, you know, when you process, when you have an emotion, this is how you process your feelings. Okay. Um, So when you have a feeling, let's say you're frustrated, you are overwhelmed, um, you are angry, you are anxious, whatever feeling that you have, I want you to describe how that feeling feels in your body. This is so important. So what happens is that so many of us, we try to avoid our emotions. We try to push them away. We try to pretend that they're not there. And what happens is the more, the more you avoid your emotions, the bigger and more intense they get. So you actually suffer more and you stay stuck in that feeling for a longer time. So instead of processing your feeling for like an hour or, you know, in a few minutes, you might get stuck in that feeling for days and weeks and maybe months. So the first thing you do is to describe how that feeling feels. The, the, the whole idea of, of processing your feelings is to actually feel them, not to avoid them or pretend they're not there or push them away. It, the, the only way to process your feelings is to feel them allow them to be there in your body, allow them to exist in your life. As long as you are a human and living on this planet, you're going to experience negative emotions in your life. Like 50% of our lives, 50% of our lives as humans, we're going to experience negative emotions. So so it's going to always be 50, 50, no matter where you're at in your life, what, what goals or whatever you're achieving in your life, whatever you have in your life, you're going to always experience, you know, 50, 50, 50% negative emotions and 50% positive emotions. So if you're going to like 
sorry, uh, avoid your emotions 50% of the time in your life, right? You're going to struggle so much. You're going to suffer like half of your life. is going to be a lot of suffering and you don't want that, right? So in order to have a better life, to bring more peace to your life and more joy and more calm, more happiness, more confidence, more trust is to learn how to process your feelings. And you process your feelings when you actually feel them fully without trying to make yourself feel better. Okay. And the way to feel your feelings, the first step is to describe how that feeling feels in your body. This is so important. So for me, like when I, um, you know, was frustrated, when I had this thought, I'm so behind and I felt frustrated and anxious, you know, I had to sit with that feeling and feel it in my body. So the, the, you know, anxiety feeling or frustration, the way it feels in my body, like it is in my stomach, there is tension in my stomach and I feel it on my chest. There is like a rock on my chest. Um, it doesn't go anywhere. It, it stays, it stays still. So it doesn't move anywhere in my body. Um, it doesn't have a smell, but it, it, the color that I see is gray, uh, from that feeling, right? That's it. That's how it feels for me. This is how frustration feels for me in my body. So describe how that feeling feels in your body. How big it is? Is it big? Is it small? Does it move? Is it still? Does it have a color? Does it have a, um, a smell? Um, you know, how, where, where, where is it on your, in your body? Is it in, on your chest? Is it in your stomach? Is it your neck? Uh, your legs, your arms, where is that feeling in your body? Like describe how that feeling feels in your body. Answer those questions that I shared with you when you describe how that feeling feels in your body. So you ask yourself, where is that feeling in my body? Where is it? Where can I feel it? Is it in my stomach, my chest? How, how does it feel? Is it like uh, a big rock or I don't know, like, does it feel like is it soft? Is it harsh? Is it big? Is it small? Does it have a color? Does it have a smell? Why is it important to describe how that feeling feels? <laughs> so you don't panic. So you take control of your emotions and allow them to be there. Once you describe how that feeling feels in your body, suddenly it doesn't feel as scary. Because what happens is when we feel frustrated or anxious or, you know, overwhelmed, we feel scared of our emotions and we, we want to we wanna just run away. <laughs> and, um, um, and that's normal. Okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Uh, your, your brain, the job of your brain is to keep you alive. So when you feel frustrated and anxious and overwhelmed for your brain, it means that you are in danger. So it takes you to like a panic mode because you should be run, like you should be running right now, saving your life. But in reality, you're not in danger. You're frustrated because from my thought, for example, I'm so behind. So I'm not in danger, right? And my brain thinks there's something wrong happening that I should run away. But what's happening is just, I, I have a thought. I'm so behind and it makes me feel frustrated. 
So I don't need to panic about anything. And actually, when you don't process your feelings, that's why a lot of women and people actually have panic attacks. I used to have those panic attacks. Um, I haven't had one for the past three years because I process my feelings. We don't process your feelings. Your brain goes to a panic mode and then you start having panic attacks. So, um, so in order to process your feelings and stop having panic attacks and meltdowns and feel drained emotionally and physically and, and mentally, the way is to feel your emotions and you feel them by describing how that feeling feels in your body. When you do that, you acknowledge that there is nothing scary about your feelings because you see that, oh, oh, like for me, oh, I'm frustrated. I have like this heavy feeling in my stomach and my chest. I can handle that. There's nothing scary about it. I can leave that feeling in my body and that's okay. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong. It doesn't mean I need, I need to fix anything. Our emotions are not there for us to fix them. They're not a problem to fix. They're just there for us to feel them. That's it because we're humans. We have feelings. We just feel them. There's nothing scary about it. I can let that frustration stay in my body until it leaves my body and I can just keep going on with my, my life. It's fine. There's nothing wrong here. So when you describe how that feeling feels in your body, you suddenly stop being scared of your emotions and it doesn't feel like it's so big and bigger than you. You feel like, oh, I got this. There's nothing scary about it. I can handle this. My emotions are not bigger than me. They're not more powerful than me. I am the one who are, who's in charge here, not my emotions. So when you, when you do that, it's not to like feel better right away. You do that. So you start to feel your emotions and process them. So you become in control of yourself. You take ownership of your feelings. You become the one who is leading your life. Like you're the one in charge, not your feelings. You're the one who's in charge. So the way to process your feelings, to feel them in your body is first to describe how that feeling feels in your body. Okay. This is so important. And just let that feeling be there. Don't fight it. Just keep it there in your body. And after you stop panicking about your emotions and you just like get that clarity, because once you process your feelings, when you describe how that feeling feels in your body, you stop feeling like, um, like all over the place, you get some clarity. Like you feel like, okay, I've got this. And suddenly you're, you can have access to your higher thinking as a human. You have access to your brain. You have access to creativity and your power as a woman. You have access to that when you feel your emotions, when you describe how they feel in your body. So when you, have, when you feel your emotion, when you allow it to be there in your body, and you feel that you have access now to your higher brain where you have this higher thinking and your power as a mom, as a human, then you think about that thought that created that feeling for you. Like, what is that thought? What, 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 what am I thinking that's making me like so frustrated, so anxious, so angry? For me, the thought was I'm so behind. Now I acknowledge it. I know it is that thought. I feel frustrated when I think this thought. Even now, when I think this thought, I feel frustrated. So find that thought. What is that thought that is creating that feeling for you? Maybe that thought is I'm not good enough. I am behind. I am never, I'm never, um, I never um, get anything done. I, I am not a good mom. I'm never enough. I'm, I'm, I'm not worthy. 
whatever thought that you have about yourself, find that thought and then question it. Is it true? Is it true that I'm so behind? I question that. Like, no, I'm so behind. It's just a thought. It's not the truth about my reality. It's not the truth about me. It's not the fact or the truth about my capacity, about who I am and what I'm capable of. Doesn't mean anything about me. Your thoughts are not the truth about you. They're not facts about you. They don't describe who you are. They don't, they're not like, um, they don't determine your capacity or they're not like, oh, an indication about how capable you are as a human. It doesn't, they don't mean anything about you. They don't define you. Your thoughts are just thoughts or sentences in your mind. They don't mean anything until you make them mean something, but they don't mean anything. So I'm so behind this thought. I, ha- I questioned it. Is it true I'm so behind? Is it real or it's just, it's just a thought? It doesn't mean anything. And I choose to not believe this thought. And that's a choice you get to have. You get, you get to decide you don't want to believe your thoughts because they're not true. <laughs> our thoughts are not true. They're just sentences in our brain. They're not facts. Right? So find that thought that creates that feeling for you and then question that thought. When you question that thought, now the idea is not to change it right away and be positive. That's not the point. The point of the, all of this is to process your feelings, to be in charge of your emotions, of your thoughts, to take ownership, to get that power, to have to, to reclaim your power and always feel that you are in control of yourself that you are always capable of anything in this life. To have that confidence in yourself, to trust yourself, to believe harder in yourself, to treat yourself with kindness and compassion, to love who you are exactly the way you are. This is why we're doing all of this. So when you process your emotions, it doesn't mean there is anything wrong with you. It is something that you do for you And also to acknowledge that you are always worthy of love no matter what. You can feel frustrated and angry and all of the emotions and still believe you are worthy of love. You're always enough. So you don't need to change your thought. Like when you have like, you find that thought that that creates that feeling for you, the frustration or anger or overwhelm, and you question that thought, you don't need to come up with, you know, a positive thought. You can just say, I'm enough. I'm worthy. No matter how I feel, I am enough and worthy. When I say this out loud, like it makes me feel good about myself. Makes me feel calmer. I'm always enough and worthy. No matter, no matter what, no matter how I feel. So when you question your thought, you become in charge. Your brain is not just creating all those terrible thoughts about you when you just believe them. You decide what you want to believe about yourself in that moment. So after you question your thought, you decide, what do you want to believe about yourself in this moment? What do you, how do you want to treat yourself in this moment? For me, I decide, I always get, I always decide to think I'm always worthy. I'm always enough, no matter what. And that helps me treat myself with compassion and love. So when I'm thinking like, I'm so behind, I feel frustrated. I'm like, oh, you're always worthy. You're always enough. 
this thought I'm so behind. It's not true. It just, my brain is telling me that it's not true. I don't want to believe it. I'm always worthy. I'm always enough. And I treat myself with compassion. I don't blame myself. I don't, you know, like beat myself up. I just treat myself with kindness and compassion and love and accept myself for who I am because who I am is always enough and worthy. Like I don't need to change myself to between quotes, be better. I mean, I'm who I am right now, exactly the way I am is already complete, is already enough, is already worthy. And you can believe that about yourself anytime. You don't need to change anything about yourself or do more or get things done or whatever to feel good about yourself, to believe that you are worthy enough. There is nothing to prove here. You're already worthy enough. So that's the process. This is the process I teach my clients. This is how you can fully process your feelings. You can actually feel them. And that will change your life when you do that. So the first step, you describe how that feeling feels in your body. So you can feel it fully. You can allow it to be there. And then you'll find the thought after you have access to your brain, you collect, you, you process your emotions, you have access to your brain. You find that thought that creates that feeling and you question that thought. And then you decide how you want to think about yourself, how you want to feel about yourself in that moment, how you want to treat yourself in that moment. This is so important. When you apply this over and over and over again in your life, you're going to find more confidence. You're going to believe in yourself harder. You're going to trust yourself no matter what. You're going to have your own back no matter what. You're going to like always be in charge of your brain. You're going to be in control of yourself. You'll feel powerful. You'll feel unstoppable. You'll have more calm and peace in your life. You'll have more joy in your life because you can feel angry and frustrated and still have a lot of fun. These two things can go together. You didn't need to change who you are. You'll love yourself more. You will accept yourself for who you are. You're going to be just courageous and do anything that you want. You will believe that you are capable of anything. This is how powerful it is to process your feelings. You will feel so connected to yourself. You will feel so close to yourself. You'll have a, you know, intimate relationship with yourself. And that is the most relationship that you need to have. And this will change everything for you. All right, mamas, I hope that's helpful. If you like this episode, share with other moms and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a new episode and leave me a comment. I would love to hear what you think about my podcast. All right, mamas, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Do you have a confidence coach? If you don't have one, I invite you to come check my new program that I created just for you, and it's called Regain Your Confidence. I designed it to fit your needs, your strengths, and the results you want to have. The high-level coaching and unlimited support you'll get are like nothing you've had before. All the tools and techniques you learn, you can apply to every area in your life. It will absolutely change your life. When you're ready to take everything you learn on this podcast to the next level and transform your life, then come check my website, www.ronzapotter.com.